This is the I'm Stuff podcast, the podcast for mental health around food, exercise, lifestyle, and mindset. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and in today's episode, episode four of season two, we are talking with Livia Adams from the YouTube channel Always Hungry. So guys, before we start with this episode, I would like to take a moment and thank Livia. Livia, thank you so much for making this possible. I know you're very busy. I know you're busy with Grand Snacks, your new granola product that's out on the market. I know you're busy with all the YouTube videos and Instagram. So I'm very thankful that in that schedule you know that you could make some time free for this subject and uh guys i've talked with livia for almost an hour and she is such a knowledgeable and smart woman i've learned a lot about cheat days binges in that moment i've learned a lot about depression and how it correlates with eating disorders so i hope you enjoy this episode as well and if you struggle with body image i highly recommend you to check out livia's adam's Instagram page and that is called at Livia Adams and if you're more you know about the cheat days about you know what do people eat in America or maybe Germany or elsewhere you can check out her YouTube that is always hungry again people like check this out I'm so excited about this episode I'm very thankful that this could happen and a little request from my side to you all who are listening if you could follow this podcast recommend it or share it that would be great because if that happens more often and often the right information goes to the people who need it so thank you so much and enjoy this episode so welcome everybody again to a new episode from season two from the I'm Stuff podcast. Uh, I've been telling you for the program of the month of November, there will be a lot of new, new exciting guests. And one of these guests that I actually have been following for the last, I think two and a half years, is someone that I found very cool. I saw her growth process. I've seen how much, you know, contribution she made through YouTube uh, and I wanted to like get her on this podcast because I think she has a lot of valuable information when it comes around food and the relationship around it. So today I'm talking with Livia from Always Hungry. And Livia, could you take the introduction further? Of course. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I... Um... <laughs> Where do I start? So I started my YouTube channel in 2017 when I, um, maybe before I should tell you that between 2014 and 2015, I had a severe depression, which caused my eating disorder. So I had anorexia and I started the healing process in 2015. And then in 2016, I got to know my boyfriend who was already in YouTube. So over that, I also in the food genre. So over that, I started my own YouTube channel and discovered cheat days for myself. And I'm always on the quest to find a proper balance that works for me. And with my videos, I just want to bring joy and happiness to people, like a place, a safe space where people can just enjoy um, watching, you know, I want to say, is it is it funny or stupid watching people eat? I don't know. But yeah, just, you know, putting a, a smile on people's face. True, true. You know, I think uh, watching people eat or having it on the background, it's some somehow it is soothing or something because yeah. I always had like Nate or Nick or you on the background when I was learning or doing stuff because it's like nice to have, you know, some voices, some some people around you, although that's... Totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched like some food videos too, like especially for example, when I was 
alone at home um, having dinner. So it felt like I would, I'm eating with, you know, a familiar face. So I'm not by myself. I'm having someone there with me. So I, I guess, uh, yeah, it's like against like loneliness and it just fills Mm-hmm. the space yeah same you know the funny thing is i didn't even know that that we that uh, had that actually in common because my eating disorder started around 2014 and 2015 okay. as well and the okay. same was actually for me that i was kind of depressed and i didn't really know it, like how to deal with it back then also yeah, yeah of course I, yeah i was like how old was i what like 18 or 19 or something like that so oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think I was 19 yeah. yeah so I was like oh you know god I don't know what to do and in this case you know I effed up my education back then well I stepped yeah. away from it and from that on I went on like a slippery slope and got my eating disorder that was in not only anorexia but like a merge of a lot of things so right. it's really funny that we have that actually in common or, or a bit strange maybe but yeah right yeah and uh you like went on youtube at some point and you said you know you you started eating started uh discovering cheat days did that help oh yeah for sure so you know like cheat days is a thing like obviously not everybody wants to do them not everybody thinks you know that works for them that's completely fine um cheat days are have been around for a very long time and it's a way of I, for me personally, it was very important to be able to let go of control because I was super controlling and this like cheat day enabled me to let go of control, not only for that day, but also it like pretty much spread into every aspect of my life. I was able to relax more in whatever situation, um, not only food related, just, you know, becoming more relaxed and flexible in any kind of um, situation or stressful situation. So that was kind of, yeah, that was kind of really helping me to, um, to just let go overall. Mm-hmm. It's funny you said that because it does like, it goes everywhere, not only food and not having that control. I get what yeah. you mean because I know that like when I had something planned in my head and it didn't happen, I yes. went in error mode. <laughs> yeah yeah no totally totally that's like that's what i learned that's you know that's part of it that you know you're when when you're super inflexible you cannot like if something does not go how you wanted it if like Mm -hmm. you know times are messed up or an event doesn't happen it's it's super stressful even though if you look at it you know in hindsight you're like why did i why did i freak Mm -hmm. out like nothing happened you know but in that moment it felt like such a threat so it really helped me in like all these aspects like um regardless of food yeah and i think that's very actually nice like to that you like emphasize that because i believe that cheat days have a like bad stigma uh nowadays but it really depends where you are with your journey uh which person is very individually if you can benefit from it because just like yeah and maybe the word cheat day can be a little bit misleading as well because it's also like kind of bit of a healing a healing day maybe even yeah because i Uh, I agree yeah because i knew that those days what you like actually describing you know letting it go it's that repeating of maybe eating food that uh was maybe not so healthy in in at least in my uh, eyes back then that if you're doing that over and over you become more comfortable with it and it becomes absolutely yeah it becomes more your normal yeah totally like also like becomes more normal also on other days you know it's like Mm -hmm. um obviously like if i'm doing those cheat days also for youtube you know i'm i'm a little less flexible in terms of 
you know, I'm filming those videos. So this is just my schedule, how it works. But if I was not filming any videos, it would be, um, you know, it wouldn't be one specific day a week. It could be, you know, maybe I'm going two weeks without like any special treats. And then I, I would go, you know, like I did, I did that in when I, when I was on vacation and I wouldn't film a video, I just eat more, uh, flexible, like former mm -hmm. fear foods, like, just like you described, it's like, they become more comfortable to, to, to consume. So it's not like such a threat in that sense as well. Yes. So I totally agree with you there. Definitely. And you started in 2017, if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. And now I believe, I do not know, last time I checked, you were at 196K. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're like, I think, are you still there? Or are you almost hitting 200K? Honestly, I don't keep track of that. <laughs> like, it's like I haven't looked at my subscriber count in a very long time. Um, you know, I just want to, honestly, I just want to make videos that I like to make because if mm -hmm. I like making those videos, the videos are better. Mm -hmm. You know, if I do videos that I enjoy, obviously you can see that as a viewer. So I've been just trying to, you know, be creative, try to do new stuff, try to obviously do, you know, the staples. Mm -hmm. So I've just, you know, trying to make content that is, um, that I enjoy. So hopefully people enjoy it as well. Totally agree. And you know, uh, at, at least I've been watching these, uh, I believe, even since back in the day when you were in Germany and we were filming that or that Nate came over and what I see is that you were doing this often and nothing crazy happens with your uh, weight wise so uh, I believe with that personally that you motivate people by trying to uh, you eat foods that are actually off limits uh, one of those questions was you know have you always been so chilled with food well you just described you know that wasn't always the case. Um, how, how are you nowadays with it? So like, obviously back in the day, it was very, um, you know, it was very like, uh, I want to say like exciting, but frightening. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, obviously when you do cheat days on, on maybe a weekly basis, um, you have to, I'm always looking at, you know, my, my, energy intake on a weekly basis, not daily, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm just looking at like my weekly um, maintenance calories and I'm trying to navigate, you know, my, my, the other days where I don't have two days to have, you know, mm -hmm. um, calories. So at the end of the week, I'm even, you know, like yeah. nothing, uh, nothing over, nothing too much to over, nothing um, beneath. So I've been, um, I've not, I'm not strictly counting I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm working out to also like free my head. It's always been like working out has always been a part of my life. Like ever since I'm, I was a little child, it was always there to, you know, mm -hmm. blow up steam. And I hope this is what you're, what you're asking me, but yeah, I, I've just, um, you know, if I have a treat during the week, obviously I have, I'm, I'm looking to, you know, offset that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, for additionally to a cheat day now and um i'm just trying to to keep a balance over the week not yeah. on a daily like not being super strict every single day mm -hmm. but just yeah look at it weekly and try to you know navigate because also it depends on how hungry i am some days i'm just not that hungry mm -hmm. some days i'm hungry all day long so i keep snacking yes. i have a bigger meal that's just you know that's just how it is sometimes i need more food and sometimes i need less so I believe that's like even a better answer that I even could expect on the question because, <laughs> <Come on. laughs> 
because what you say is actually true and because uh what i understood this is your job right yeah at the moment yeah it's like because i'm going to university mm -hmm. this is like um uh, an important uh, income source so yeah. obviously it's a little different you know and um i'm not force feeding myself i'm just trying to incorporate different stuff as well mm -hmm. um but yeah right now it is how it is you know yeah and because it is your job there's a, a way you need to go with it and there is you know what like talk about a weekly calorie, uh, calorie balance there's something you need to keep account with because this happens more often than maybe a normal person maybe or like normal yeah. as in cheat keep, keeping cheat days an amount that a normal maybe person with a certain goal does so yeah, yeah. I totally like, in my perspective, I get that you do that. I c can understand that people that maybe are a little bit more uh, in the early process of their journey are like, wow, how can you do that? And doesn't that like yeah. induce binges? I was just saying, actually, mm -hmm. it's interesting you bring that up because in the very, like, like in 2015, I was the same way. There's, I watched people do that. I'm like, how can I do that? Mm -hmm. It's like, I was, I, I didn't, it's, it was a weird obsession with it. It's like, I didn't really like it. But then I, I couldn't stop watching these videos and then it was a process for me. So I understand where these people are coming from because I was there too. Yes. And the funny thing is I was there as well because I think <laughs> till maybe uh, a year or one and a half years ago because I got a lot of like backlash from my hormones uh, from it. So they were still like okay. balancing out. And uh, I was always like, wow, you know, if I eat it a bit too much, my hunger signals were all over the place i couldn't like yeah. balance anymore how much i would eat the next day because norm normally at least nowadays i just feel less hungry and then the next day i would yeah. just eat like less but back in yeah. the day all those eating disorder thoughts were still there as well so that was like uh and the hormone problems so i it was like you cannot eat less because you have to keep like maybe a certain energy intake or uh, it is so strange that you are not like eating breakfast and all these thoughts came account with it while yeah. people who are uh, quote unquote normal with food are like okay yesterday I maybe like in the evening I drank a couple of beers and ate a bit pizza and dessert and now I'm feeling still full from that meal so yeah maybe skip breakfast and just go for you know with lunch so the pressure or an anxiety everything around it it just diminish over time absolutely yeah i mean like nobody would say something if my mom you know if my, my mom is like she had she is an intuitive eater like she can she has like a feeling she knows when she's full and then like that's a blessing my dad mm -hmm. doesn't have it i think my brother he might have it but i don't have it so it's like nobody would say a thing if she just you know had a big lunch and then for dinner she wouldn't really want to eat because she mm -hmm. can't she's full so nobody would say a thing or if she if she's like skipping breakfast because she's busy and then you know she's having a big lunch and then she's stuffing herself with dinner and then the next morning she she doesn't want breakfast so that's just normal mm -hmm. right when other people do it if 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 people like us or if i'm doing it it's it's becoming an issue which i see where people are coming from but also they have to keep in mind it's normal mm -hmm. you don't need or you don't feel the same way every single day it's just not possible and it's okay to not be hungry someday it's okay to be more hungry another day mm -hmm. like i don't know why we have to be so static you know it's like that's a little you know it's like it's normal to be to 
be different every day, pretty yes. much. You know? Yeah, I get that. You know, the funny thing is with your mom, because I've seen those videos, and that's totally true. Like, when she goes with you, like, for burgers and stuff, or donuts, she's yeah. like, I take a few bites, try everything, okay, I'm done, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then she's done. That's funny that you're saying that, because the, the same, like, uh, way of going with food I see with my sister, she could, like, eat in the morning and then forget maybe lunch and then somewhere yeah. late at noon she's like oh yeah I need to eat again and then that yeah. is so normal but I do believe you know because of all the calorie budgets and that people think okay maybe I need to hit 2000 calories a day that the moment yeah. that they don't do that and maybe have 1700 and they're like oh I still need to eat 300 you know that is that uh, part that the intuitive part comes in, like a blend, you know, of course calories yeah. can be in your life, but uh, there can also be times that you just need to listen and, you know, if you're not hungry, don't yeah. eat. If you are hungry, then don't stick at those 2000, but maybe eat 2300 yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's like what I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, sometimes I'm just, I, for example, today, it was such a busy day. I'm still not hungry. I'm probably going to be hungry. Like in one hour when it's like dinner is ready, I'm going to start feeling really hungry. But some, some days are stressful and I don't feel like eating because I'm a person that's maybe also important to, to say is like there's different people handle stress differently. My dad, mm-hmm. for example, is my dad is the funniest person. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed. I got to eat something. I'm like, how can you eat when you're stressed? Because when I'm stressed, I feel like if I think about food, I feel sick. Same way my mom, if she's stressed or worried yeah. or anything like anything like negative emotions, mm-hmm. she cannot eat and i'm the same way like i feel disgusting thinking about food my dad is like oh my god i feel sick i need to eat i'm like where is this coming from it's so funny that you're saying it because all the ladies in my family including me when we have like pure stress pure panic we're not eating we're like can't can't have anything my dad when my sis first left to america he was like kind of depressed and crying so he came home and he started to eating like like a (laughs) peanut butter sandwich and i was like what is yeah, so it's funny that you're saying that. So he has that as well. Like when he's very like sad or something, then that happens. And yeah, yeah. Maybe, so it's different. That's different. Yeah. yeah, maybe it has to do with something with upbringing. But it's funny to see how that differs in families. Really. Yeah. It's interesting that also your dad is does is the same. Like maybe it's different from gender to gender. Could like also maybe be. Females, you know, are different than male. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. but. Maybe, maybe with like showing emotions and how it is in society, yeah. maybe. Um, going back to the subject. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, you, at some point you were like, okay, you know, I'm going to change. And I had that same point as well. Uh, when, when was that inside moment? Um, that was 2017 in February. I was like, I was actually on vacation with my dad. And then I, I have a really good relationship with my dad. Um, <laughs> And uh, we, we we talked about it more openly, like about my issues. And then obviously also Nate's influence on that, like he also helped me. And then I I decided there then and there that, um, that when I get back home, I would try out a cheat day. And ever since like, um, yeah, ever since I incorporated them. Cool. Okay, so those were like, like the, the real main part for your healing actually. Yeah, yeah, like the the big step I needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was already doing pretty okay compared to before, you know. Mm-hmm. But I needed um, to take one more big step, and that that was it. That's cool. You know, for me it was a little bit like different. I was eating with a friend in a Chinese 
restaurant and somehow when I always was like out and about and was eating with friends it wasn't an issue uh, but, okay. but then I yeah it's very strange I still don't even like understand understand that but um, when I just came back uh, and w was at home and uh, by coincidence my parents were in Germany back then and um, my I was like I just had a big Chinese dinner and that was like a lot of calories but my body was still hungry and it was kind of like frightening because I do not know if you know extreme hunger I do. Yeah, so that was actually like one of the beginning phases of that. And I was like, I just ate so much food way back when everything was normal. I would be like so crazy stuffed. So how come you know that this was something yeah. that was still luring? And it happened after that more and after that more. So at that moment, for real, it was like, okay, I need to like seek help and fix this. Because otherwise this crazy almost like luring something will always stick with me and yeah yeah no i i i feel you like the thing is like people i i know that feeling and i was scared of it at the time but it's actually nothing like it's it's not a pleasant feeling but it's nothing to be scared of like people mm -hmm. think oh my god i'm gonna be like I'm gonna be hungry forever and I'm gonna stuff myself till I'm like 6,000 pounds. And you know, like, it's not the case. Like your body is just trying to gain weight back to, mm -hmm. to its normal set point. And this feeling is gonna fade. Yeah. Like even if you gave into the feeling, like I wanna say that your body uh, until when you, I mean, obviously if you give in and you you will gain weight rapidly it's it's not as healthy as slowly but you wouldn't still you wouldn't get really i want to say fat from it it's just you know like <laughs> going back to a normal weight mm -hmm. so it, it's it's a feeling that should be um embraced rather than feared like because yeah. it's gonna it's not gonna kill you it's not gonna make you huge it's it's mm -hmm. it's just trying to tell you hey please fix it because yeah. I'm starving exactly and I know that the word like fat is something that's very like a big word in the eating disorder community but it yeah. really takes a lot of food a really a yeah. large amount of food to get you quote-unquote fat and yeah yeah and I think with like um we have like hunger signals in our in our body you know leptin ghrelin at the moment you get a stable weight those like get even exactly. again exactly and i did, don't mean fat in a like in a negative way it's just i'm i mean fat when it's getting unhealthy like when you're mm -hmm. actually in yeah. the category of obesity mm -hmm. i'm like fat is you know fat yeah i have fat on me everybody has fat on them like fat is just a state you're like a state and i mean putting a label on it if you like it or not like it if you think it's ugly or not whatever um you know like a certain amount of fat is definitely necessary and then there's a, a big big you know area that is healthy and looks good uh, looks good in terms of you know looks healthy and not you know obese in the medical sense or mm -hmm. underweight in the medical sense definitely and you know the funny thing is it's, it's a staple that you need for your body just like fluids and stuff and yeah. other stuff uh, because yeah. of your hormones and reproductive organs uh, yeah. But also in these times, I do not know if you had that, um, my, like I could say that I was a little bit cuckoo as in when you are that deprived of uh, nutrition, food, vitamins, mineral, you cannot really think straight. So everything maybe feels like more impactful. I do not know like if it was very like where you were in your stadium, but for me personally, you know, 
uh, if I look back, starting because I started a meal plan with a dietitian, and at some point I ate maybe between maybe three or five thousand calories. So that is quite a lot. Um, and when I started it out, I was like, "Are you crazy?" And that was like she started, you know, building it up, and just a normal like two thousand calories for a lady, uh, normal. But just yeah. say like the average that they recommend. I was like, how can people eat this? And over time, I saw like how my body adapted to it and could handle it, and it didn't, yeah. you know, explode. And it became something that became normal, and normal again. So at some point, what you or at least me thought, you know, were crazy amounts become becomes normal, and your yeah. mind becomes normal, and it gets. Yeah. I think they really have like researches out there how you can see what a deprived uh brain looks like from nutrients and food uh in comparison with uh, a health yeah healthy brain a nourished brain yeah no that's that's uh, definitely like that's definitely a good point the thing with me was like i was pr primarily suffering from depression so mm -hmm. for me like i just didn't care you know, I just didn't care. So the only thing, you know, I could trick my brain because I could trick the natural reaction of my brain from, you know, something like being in a starvation mode. And then pretty much I cheated on my brain by using food as a um, reward, mm -hmm. you know, for because that's the only time I could feel something, you know, when like being, I, w I couldn't cry, mm -hmm. I was sad. I wasn't happy. I was nothing. I, I didn't feel anything. So the only thing that made me feel something was food. So I used that more as a, you know, trying to get my brain to feel something rather than, um, in, in like, especially in the beginning, rather than just, you know, losing weight. I didn't really care about losing weight. I lost weight. But what, what I try to do is, you know, you have to, in order to, to, to be food, for food to be a reward, you have to deprive yourself from it you know so what i what i did you know was just to for my depression to um you know give me a break for like a little bit mm -hmm. so okay <laughs> that's a little bit complex but i get what you i get what you mean because there's a certain system in feeling something and getting out of your depression because i know the funny thing you said like this i didn't care i didn't care either you know i was like yeah. in such a flow that uh food was there okay cool but it it wasn't like i wasn't in the mood or something yeah well i didn't care about anything to be honest like i couldn't ca i couldn't feel anything towards anything which is like you know people say um eating disorders can develop depression but depression can develop oh. eating disorders. Well, <laughs> hell yes. Like, this hell is something yes because you you don't care anymore like for example, depressed people, they don't, some people that are so severely depressed, they don't even brush their teeth, they don't shower, they just sit there. Mm -hmm. So why would you, like, eating is just another of those things, like, why would you do them? There's no, like, you lose motivation for everything, even when it comes to the essential stuff, like mm -hmm. eating. Yeah. So it's like, you know, so that is, maybe people should pay attention to I that think, as well. I think yeah. even if you maybe, if we would all look closer, I think that uh, the way you stated it, that depression and then an eating disorder is maybe a more like sequence that is more out there than actually eating disorder and depression yeah yeah, yeah i think so too i think like it's uh, personally i at least i think it's underestimated how you know depression can trigger mm -hmm. because people you know depressions often go undetected 
Yeah, like definitely. you just think you feel sad. You just think you something's wrong with you, but you don't really know, you know, that you have actually a medical condition. So definitely, definitely. Um, well, you just said you know the the one moment the click was when you were with your dad, and one of the first steps you took was you know going for those cheat days, and of course you said you know Nate helped you with that uh, because. Uh, his job actually is also around food. Yeah. Uh, are were there other things that uh, Nate like helped you with, with the con- like contributed with with healing? Um, just to be around someone who's like totally different from what I know. I mean, it's um, you know, it's like culture shock because I'm German, he's American, so that was different. You know, just seeing him like you know being just I guess totally different in that sense, mm-hmm. and also being um also being you know health conscious you know he he he's eating healthily um when he's not filming videos he's he cares about what he eats you know he puts only like good things in his body and like then he films those videos so just you know the kind of lifestyle and then the kind of um also love i got from him so mm-hmm. it was um you know relationships are always you know up and down and it's difficult especially when you come from different cultures because you know there's a lot of misunderstanding but i think we um, it was just, you know, meant to be, I guess. <laughs> so it's like, no, we're like, we're doing really good. And, um, it's your, we're ever evolving and we're helping each other in like all sorts of aspects in life. So that just, you know, developed further from the mm-hmm. beginning. Yes. No, I think you're a very cute couple, you know, it's like, so Thank you. <laughs> it's so fun to see because, you know, I'm, uh, my parents, well, my dad is Dutch and my mother is Indian, Jewish, German, oh. and oh my god yes so (laughs) yeah so i also come like from a mixed home and my sis uh she's in america because she uh married an american but he is uh, yeah but his roots are uh japanese so we all have you know like these merch uh like (laughs) marriages or yeah so i really find fun that uh there's always you can learn of course you can learn something from each other without you know having those mixed backgrounds but it becomes like even more uh a thing you know when when that comes together yeah 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 totally it's like i mean nate is also half Puerto Rican half Korean so (laughs) so it's like it's like it's it is a culture shock for sure nice well I think you know at the end of the day because I know like if you look like in this case Florida and Germany is so different but it it looks also maybe very exciting for like both of you like to see those you know what happens yeah definitely definitely for both of us for sure um going back (laughs) we're always like we're we're jumping to other (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> other things uh but uh you're you're i've seen your instagram uh lately and i see that you're posting a lot about you know using a filter certain perspectives um basically you know how photo editing can make a huge difference and how maybe when you first stand up in the morning how your body looks and after a meal yeah. um i think that's actually beautiful like you're that you're like doing that because a lot of people need that especially in a platform i believe like instagram where uh information is so diverse but it can also be yeah. so perfect and yeah that totally. is so dangerous i totally like i think you know i don't think there's anything wrong with like editing your pictures mm-hmm. honestly um you know I, I i'd rather present myself like my most beautiful side but i just feel like it's interesting because i enjoy people who 
post content like that. So I thought, you know what, I agree. Like why, you know, I, I wanted to find a mixture between, you know, showing people, you know, like pictures I like of myself, you know, and then how it's really is. So it's just, um, I just want to, you know, bring awareness to pe people who get down on themselves because I sometimes catch myself being like, I, I wish, you know, I, I had more like a wider hip and a smaller mm -hmm. waist because I don't know, I'm like, I, sometimes I feel like I just have like a boyish type body and, and then I'm getting like sad and down over it. It's like, why? First of all, you don't even know if it really looks like this. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to bring awareness that, to, to the fact that um, you can admire people. Like I, I admire beautiful women. I, you know, it's like, I like to look at beautiful women, not in a sexual way. Just, you know, I think. <laughs> I know what you I mean. Know, no, just because, you know, it's like, why, why not, you know, finding somebody beautiful but then like the thing I don't want is to get down on myself mm -hmm. because somebody else is beautiful like why would I do that so I just kind of wanted to bring that kind of awareness by you know posting pictures but I didn't want to I what I don't want to do is shading anyone or any anyone who edits their pictures I think that's completely fine I edit my pictures that I don't photoshop my body but I edit mm -hmm. you know my skin and I make myself look better <laughs> you know that's it's just you know for people to keep in mind that people like everybody pretty much everybody does that yeah true true and i actually i like i agree in like showing the balance in both i like last week i posted a, a episode of podcast you know about uh, the filters of uh, instagram but yeah. the title was you know how they can have a negative impact but in the uh, episode itself i also talked about the po positive sides from it because it isn't always negative and now even i try like to like put a little bit of a balance in stories that i use on using filter not using a filter and the funny thing is i kind of felt naked <laughs> when i did it for yeah, like no, I, feel you. <laughs> I feel like you know you know there's you know obviously camera has a lot to do with it you always look different on camera but Sometimes, you know, sometimes cameras can make you look distorted, so you don't mm -hmm. look as good as in real life, right? So you kind of want to, you know, fix them. <laughs> so I get it, you know? It's like, but um, people are either black or white, you know? They're like, oh my God, you're mm -hmm. using filter, oh my God. Or they're saying, you're so ugly because you're not. So I just wanted to, you know, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I just want to show people both and be confident in my, like, with that you know and feel comfortable as well totally agree you know at the end of the day it's something always like i say to myself you cannot like please everybody so never, <laughs> so, never, never can don't even try don't even try <laughs> don't like just post what you enjoy like do what you enjoy mm -hmm. like don't listen to other people that much it's just you you cannot please everyone Definitely. at the same time ever it's mm -hmm. impossible you were talking a few like minutes ago about you know I wouldn't call it like body shaming but that people have certain opinions about bodies and just like unsolicited advice on you are maybe too full you're too skinny you have yeah. I don't know maybe a big butt or maybe not uh, what yeah. is your advice for people that have that at the moment you know getting that unsolicited advice how do you need to deal with that Oh, that's like it's that's a good question like if you're getting the advice even though you don't want it like obviously like even like especially when people are saying it verbally to you there's nothing you can do about that it's just something you can do about you know your mindset i guess so um when i catch my, like usually i really don't care like if somebody is telling me you look ugly and you have 
the body of a boy, then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but you know what? It doesn't affect me. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm not here to please your ass. I just, I'm just me. Mm-hmm. So I tell people to keep in mind that um, they, like, why would somebody else's opinion affect them? Like, it's mm-hmm. not going to do anything for you. It's not going to make you any money. It's not going to make you happier. It's, it's doing zero for you. So I'm trying to, and you know, it's easy said, but sometimes you, you know, you get hurt by, by means and things, you know, mm-hmm. people sometimes dress it up as I'm just giving you nice advice. No, they just want to be mean to you and want to seem like they're helping you, but they don't. So I would just say, try to try your best to ignore it. Try your best to, um, then, you know, if, Think about it and then let it go. Just let it go and tell yourself, like when the thoughts come back, that's what I do. I'm like, let it go. Just mm-hmm. let it go. You know, the and fu- then it's- the funny thing is, people that start with, you know, I don't want to be mean, but but <laughs> the, <laughs> those people, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, the internet is, the internet is a place where. Uh, filters, you know, they, uh, and then I mean like filtering with your mouth. I believe a lot of people could not or would not say it when they would see, see a person in real life. So I find it so uh, sad that people think, you know, they can find me, they can catch me. So I'm just gonna drop everything under a post, under a video. Yeah, I mean, that's what they do. I mean, that's, there's, there's, you know, everybody, the problem is like also psychopaths and narcissists and mm-hmm. um, psychopaths. They all have access to the internet. They can access you 24-7. So obviously, like, you always get these people. Sometimes you get just envious people. Sometimes you get people who just want to be mean to you. And it's like there's all sorts of people out there that you wouldn't normally meet at that frequency in real life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But it is what it is. Like, if you're, you know, it's not nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know. So I'm trying my best to be someone nice. I'm trying to lift other people up you know i i, I want to be supportive of other people and not be that person that you know like i just want to be exactly how i would want to be treated mm-hmm. by others so i'm really trying to support women like for example i would never comment under a women's post woman's post um your um your ass is tiny or you have flat ass you have no tits so i mean some like i have a lot of females being really mean mm. to me um sometimes I'm like, I don't understand, like, why, like, why, like, they get so, like, when I post, when I post, um, more, like, I post pictures in my bikini because I like the picture, Mm -hmm. you know, I get very, like, I I get a lot of aggression from women, Mm -hmm. I don't know why that is. (laughs) Oh my god, I think maybe it has to do with, like, and then I, like, go back maybe, like, hundred or thousands of years, but we always have, like, uh, certain era that a certain body or a certain like part is loved or should have a certain size and the moment that maybe people you know they don't have that or they don't fall in that category or maybe people envy it when you do uh then yeah yeah, that then you have these type of comments what i actually find so sad i had an interview uh last monday with uh, Jeroen, and Jeroen uh, is uh, owner of Fit.nl, it's a big site, evidence-based about uh, fitness, and he asked me like, you know, what is one of your quotes actually uh, that I live by, and in the back of my neck I have a tattoo called Dukkha, and Dukkha is in Sanskrit, um, it means either stress, pain, uh, unsatisfactory, stuff like that, you know, it's, it sounds a little bit dark, but uh, it's one of the uh, 
roots actually I believe from the Buddhism uh, that you need to keep account with and for me personally it means that there are people with pain there are people with stress there are people you know being depressed having a bad day so when you uh, meet people it doesn't matter if they have a day like that or not or are dealing with something always be nice because you don't want to be that person that you know have their debt or that their bad day on your name because you shouted on them yelled on them put a bad comment I really comment. love that yeah I really li like I think that's really I love that because that's actually what I live by too like you never know what people are going through and for example like my favorite example are people that work drive-thrus mm -hmm. here in the US now it's not a great job it's not a great paying job customers are often rude and then i like for me it's like they are like i want to say 80 percent of the time they are rude too but mm -hmm. i don't mind because i know that they they have to eat so much shit on a daily basis i just want to be the person that is just nice no matter what mood they're in you know so i'm trying to be um nice to every i mean unless somebody's actually being mean like you know to me obviously mm -hmm. this is different but if somebody's just, you know, you never know what they're going through. If they're just being stressed or whatever it is, I'll just always try to be nice. Definitely. Because I totally like, I like that um, little um, story about, <laughs> no, it's cool. It's really cool because I really like Buddhism as well. Thank you. It's because for me, you know, it's a way of living. And I think, you know, when you directly, you encounter other animals and humans, so what is directly in your and also indirectly uh in your you know in your power to treat it yeah. right like Absolutely. yeah treat it right and especially in corona time because we are recording this during for me in the netherlands it is crazy now here because we're maybe yeah. gonna get like an evening you know curfew stuff like that so everything is close uh no restaurants no nothing you know only the yeah. um grocery stores are open no museum nothing so in these times that people are you know a little bit on edge yeah de definitely be nice to them because you don't know totally. yeah um maybe like a little jump back to uh the cheat yeah. days because we kind of came with the beginning about the cheat days and um i think a lot of people have like it could be i'm not gonna say it's a misconception because some people can make it a binge but uh some people think a cheat day can look a lot like a binge and um it's a totally different thing depending on which mindset you go into it so for example you plan a cheat day you just stated it you know you have a day in the week and a binge is often out of nowhere the amount of uh, guilt comes with it the amount of feeling dirty uh, and could basically be a really mood killer for a person and how should I say that because <laughs> for the people who are hearing this I'm reading it at the same time because I wrote it um, no I, I, um, I, I agree like the thing is people like if you throw a like binge is a medical term like mm -hmm. binge order is a medical term so I would suggest reading the definition of binge binge mm -hmm. is often also uncontrollable so you cannot stop it so you're like you're literally like force feeding yourself out of control mm -hmm. um which is um and and the other things you also mentioned is uh, unplanned it's like it happens it's like a psychological like mm -hmm. um kill switch where you just go into friend um, feeding frenzy mode yeah. and a cheat day is is shouldn't at least you know shouldn't be like that because of course if a cheat cheat day if you just call your binges cheat days i mean obviously that's 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 that <laughs> yes. but in general cheat days are you know you just it's a day where you 
go off track. You just enjoy your food. You have, you don't, it's not about quantity. Mm-hmm. It's about quality and what you enjoy. It's like, what kind of food do I want? And if I want it, I'll have it. It's not where you sit down and you go through the cupboards and you're like pretty yeah. much force feeding yourself and then feel sick and maybe puke after. That's that's a binge. Um, so it's always like, it's, it's a different, um, it's a very different definition and um, just obviously everybody who labels a bit like their binge a cheat day i mean that's an issue of yes. course yes. but um labeling cheat days as binges is wrong too because it's not that's why <laughs> it's like, you know it's it's not so um it's it's totally different depending like you said and what like what kind of yes. um, mindset you're in Yes, because I feel like when you have a binge, it's kind of like an out-of-body experience. You're like, yeah. it's happening, but I can't stop myself, but I go back to the, to the fridge again. And with a cheat day, just like you said, it could be uh, a food that you maybe haven't eaten for a long year, go yeah. out of track for your calories, or maybe you just choose a day to eat less nutritious food, and that yeah. could be a cheat day. And with, exactly. bi- with binges, the way like you, you stated, you, know, you had a cheat day and you recover from it, but people with a binge, uh, they get up the next day very differently. You know, they're disappointed. They're disgusted. Maybe yeah, they yeah. ate to like a, a level that they like almost puke. For example, um, yeah. you are maybe I can say professional <laughs> in like reco- <laughs> recovering from cheat days. Um, are there like little tips and tricks that people can use uh, when they are dealing with binges to like recover from their binge? Although it's not the same. There, you just maybe I believe in cheat days you eat not for a lot of people but it depends a bit more calories than you normally do and you can feel that the next day so for people who had maybe a very heavy binge are there certain things they can do maybe drinking water or like do you mean binge as in like not cheat day right you mean binge binge so I would say like a cheat day is something definitely else than a binge but yeah. the maybe the next day how you stand up uh, depending how much calories of course you had it could feel very heavy maybe for both sides you know for the cheat day side and the binge uh, day side the people who do cheat days and do them often and have control about it how do you pick up your day afterwards and is there some you know tips therein for the yeah. people with binges so um real quick to for especially for people who suffer from like binge eating disorder um the it's very important to find out what triggers the binge that is like one one of the most important things um to you know to be able to assess that i i often um um, get messages where people just severely under eat so the body triggers the binge so it you know it gets it's it gets fed properly for at least you know a little bit so it's that is the first step to discover Mm -hmm. what makes binge um, after you know, after it happens, it happens. In, in in economics, we say it's sunk cost. It's something you cannot recover, no matter what you do going forward. So just leave it at that. It's it's gone. So just move. Don't think about it. If it if you did it, it happened. It, you can do nothing about it to undo it. So it's you know you should focus forward. Like for me personally. I don't feel obviously I don't feel guilty or bad or anything the next morning I feel sluggish sometimes you know tired a little mm-hmm. heavy depending on how much water I retain so what what I think is very important 
um, or what I do is I drink a lot of water in the morning just to kind of um, flush my system a little bit. And then I work out in the morning to get a sweat in. So, you know, getting all the water retention out and that makes me feel fantastic. It clears my mind. It's, um, it's just, I'm not saying try to undo everything you did. I'm just saying I exercise, you know, I do my normal routine exercise. I don't do more. I don't do less. I just do what I always do. But um, it definitely helps, like, uh, maybe even going for a walk, mm-hmm. you know, do, like, get some movement in. That's definitely, um, definitely a good thing. And then, um, then I personally, I never feel hungry until the evening. So I'll, I'll just have my normal um, meal in the evening. What I suggest for people who, who um, have actually, you know, binges, actual binge eating disorder, um, I think, like I stated, um, that severely under eating is causing binges. So I wouldn't go into zero calorie m- uh, mode. I try to um, maybe pick some healthy choices, at least get some um, good amount of calories. When I say good amount, at least try 1200 calories, you know. Um, obviously, I don't want to give any dietary advice. It's not my f- field of knowledge. I'm just saying that's, I've been, you know, reading a lot about this and um, this is something to help you um, stop like stops stops your body from yo-yoing yeah. you know like being in this like mental state of starvation that you put it in and then it binges then you feel bad about yourself then you starve yourself and that triggers a binge again so that's a, a cycle obviously there can be so many more causes for binges um emotional things if you you know um something trauma uh, whatever it is uh, i would say just try to find out what 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 it causes a binge and then other than that, um, don't change too much after. Try to eat healthy, but um, not too less, and get moving. Just, you know, also for your head, clear your head. Yes, definitely, because at the end of the day, uh, you can have like a, a merge of reasons why you binge, because you have the uh, mental part of it and the physical yeah. part, which you just stated, you know, just under eating, why a lot of people get into binges. And even people who do not have like eating disorders, they, they like because they forget to eat for such a long time or just skip yeah. it, they get binges yeah. as well because. Uh, that actually, happens to my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she. <laughs> not in like a huge quantity, mm-hmm. but she's like stopping herself too fast, you know? Yeah. And then she feels like, then she feels too stuffed and full and it's like oh my god why did i do and she didn't eat all day that's why definitely yes and like most of my clients actually have that and i'm like like you don't have to eat breakfast but sometimes like when i ask throughout the day it's like oh but you also skip lunch so oh and you also like skip like even a little snack in between when do you eat yeah dinner and then they're like but i only eat once a day why isn't you know why I'm not losing weight? Well, because maybe okay. <laughs> you're eating. Maybe, oh, yeah, stuffing yourself too mm-hmm, much. Yeah. That's why. And also with like binges, uh, you have the subjective type and and the objective type. And I think that is very like important. Like when you think you have a binge and you only eat maybe three biscuits more, or you took one bowl of cereal after your uh, dinner, it isn't really a binge. It is a subjective uh, binge because you think okay, yeah. it yeah. is a lot. And the objective type is really like going for, like without maybe even knowing what your body knows, going for that high amount of calories. And often it's high calorie food, either high in sugar, fat, maybe even salt. 
and it can be such crazy combinations. It could be even, you know, bread know. from the freezer. So yeah. <laughs> no matter what, yeah, it's like it's it's no, you're that's a really good point. Subjective and objective binge, definitely. And definitely. the moment you like you see not yeah, no, if you find the subjective part a problem, then I should definitely like speak with somebody about it either your general practitioner your dietitian or psychologist yeah. but with the objective that really that is the one you know that where i think that people are most afraid of because it if when yeah when going on for a long time it can influence your weight but again people should like it, it comes all down to having confidence and trusting yourself that when you eat a little bit more uh than you, t- you yeah like than you had in your mind uh, that is way better eating XX amount. I'm just saying, for example, three or four or yeah. 500 calories more than thinking, oh shit, I don't need to do that. And three yeah. days later, you're eating 5,000 more. Yeah, no, totally. Well, so really, that trust. I am so sorry. I have like five more minutes. Okay. I'm so <laughs> but we're going to end just fine. <laughs> no I'm so sorry. This is like. Um... I have to make a call to UPS as well, but I'm happy to answer one or two more quick questions. We just have two left, so that's (laughs) that's totally good, that's totally good. Um, When somebody's trying to find balance around food, training, mindset, stress, name it all, um, what is something they really need to take account when they're trying to find balance? Um, Definitely what I would say is don't just copy paste. You know, you see somebody doing something and you just do it because they do it. Mm-hmm. No, I encourage always, I encourage people to try things out. Of course, if you see something, you think, hey, that could fit my lifestyle. Try it out, but don't take it as, you know, the the best diet that is out there just because somebody you maybe look up to does it. So mm-hmm. I think it's very important because everybody's so different. There's no general diet advice. I would suggest trial and error, mm-hmm. like whatever works for you. For example, that's how I found like low carb diet for me because I was, um, when I had my eating disorder, I was, I wasn't doing, doing low carb. Um, I did that after when I like, after many trials of other things, because I feel less bloated, I feel more awake because I noticed that carbs used to make me like sluggish and tired, especially when I eat them for lunch. So it's, you know, it's like, Try something out, and then if your life changes, you know, your lifestyle changes, you you feel free to change your diet as well and try something new. Like, always, you know, don't be afraid of trying things out. And um, that is probably the only advice I would give. Just try yourself out. Yes. And then I have the last question, and this is something that maybe is a bit cheesy, but I do find it important because it, like, reflects a lot about a person. Uh, what is a quote you live by? Oh, that's um, that's a that's that's a good question. I I I have so many in my head, right? I I I'm usually also not like I'm sticking to one quote, but at the moment, um, my quote would be "Stay true to yourself," mm-hmm. because sometimes you know, sometimes when a lot of things are going on, I feel like I lose myself, mm-hmm. and I feel like, for example, I have this little um, I, you can't see it. Uh, I, I'm showing to the camera. I'm sorry. I have this um. A bracelet from Sora, um, from Pandora, and it's it's a Lion King bracelet. This says, mm-hmm. "Remember who you are," because I love the Lion King, but I also like the quote. And I had times where I took this bracelet off because I didn't remember who I was. You know, it sounds cheesy, <laughs> but I didn't know who I was. So I was like, I, "I'm not gonna wear this." And um, at the moment, so at the moment, it's like stay t- true to yourself, to you know what you like. Um, 
your values and um, don't let any anybody you know change you just because they want you to change mm-hmm. so yeah, I. <laughs> well, the funny I thing is, it isn't it isn't cheesy at all because I actually had the same, but I had it with my guitar. I didn't pick up my uh, my like my guitar because of my eating disorder because I wasn't myself, and I've always found yeah. that music was yeah. something that is very pure and it comes from the heart. And because I wasn't myself, I couldn't like so almost <laughs> like I couldn't touch it and I couldn't make music. And that's very interesting. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like when times are stressful, whether it be you know. Um, you know, an eating disorder or any any kind of, like stresses there might be out there. Um, people and I personally tend to lose myself, mm-hmm. and um, that makes everything worse. So I uh, that's that's why I'm trying to you know stay focused on myself and stay true to myself to not feel that lost feeling. Yeah, definitely agree. Well, we're gonna need to like round it up a bit because we're uh, kind of like almost an hour busy. <laughs> Yeah. So um, thank you so much. I found this such a, like an eye opener. Really, it was so cool. Uh, I, I really enjoyed talking to you as well. It's really, uh, really awesome. I, like yeah. a lot of th- things said. <laughs> and I learned actually a lot from you because I was in a phase that I was like, okay, cheat days. That you know, I I found it a little bit you know on the edge of being positive and a negative thing. But I yeah. really like see the like a good difference between them now and i really think that people should reevaluate them when they see them on online and when actually the pros are busy with cheat days that is totally different than just binging of course yeah Yeah. i'm glad that um yeah i'm i'm super happy that um we made it that that it was uh that it happened and uh i uh really enjoyed talking to you and feel free to reach out again whenever you need yes thank you so much uh, Thank you for listening to the I'm Stuff podcast. If you would like to know more, you can go to imstuff.nl or to the Instagram imstuff underscore com and start working on your relationship with food today.